There are risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs. Co-founders of Branding Shorts. Today, we're excited to celebrate our first 1,000 downloads. Thanks to our guests and listeners for helping us get to this milestone. We've been talking about this idea of a couple of entrepreneurs for years and finally kicked it off just a few weeks ago. And as an entrepreneurial couple ourselves, we have actually learned a lot from our guests about tenacity, courage, and partnership. We've met wonderful couples who launched interesting businesses from banana desserts, reality shows, theme park rides, knives, real estate, and pet food. And there's so much more on the way. And although these businesses may sound very different, there seems to be some common themes that lead to entrepreneurial success, which is best at times summed up as, out of the worst comes the best. So what drove many of these couples to give up the security of a steady paycheck and venture out on their own? The answer might surprise you. So let's first listen to Seth and Julie of Jared Creative, producers of Celebrity Ghost Stories, among others, and how they became a couple of entrepreneurs and the importance of finding the right partner. When we look back now, feels like it's sort of, it was meant to be. We ended up at Lifetime not because someone hired one of us and then hired the other. We just happened to end up at Lifetime. But we had we had been producing and doing all these things for other people. And I think you just you just get to the point where you feel like, well, now it's time to reap some of the rewards of working so hard in this creative business. And again, I, I we naturally had a partner. I think a lot of people when they start out, when they start a company, one of the hardest things is, well, who's going to be my partner? Who do I who do I trust with the future of the business? Who do I trust creatively? Who do I trust financially? Because there could be a lot of uh, money at stake, and and so to have to already have that partner and to have those shared goals, but it just felt so natural. Um, and it just felt like the right time to go out on our own, and we felt we felt like we had we had learned a lot. Let's let's give it a try. I mean, he posted this. You painted as such like a like a like a such a prettier. Are picture you going to talk about how you got fired yeah, from, got, from your job? I'm I got fired from my job. I mean, yes, all of that is true. Seth was a freelancer. I was on staff at Oxygen. I was a senior vice president. I was doing really well, successful, making great money, all the things. And he was the freelancer. He was writing scripts and making movies and producing TV shows and show running and executive producing. And that was all great. And I was like a little jealous because I was like, I got to go to the office every day. Um, and then uh, NBC, uh, NBC Universal bought Oxygen because Oxygen was an independent um, television network. And like in many mergers, I was let go. I, I wasn't fired. I was, with thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was let go. And there was a little bit of like, um, what's the word? I can't. I, can you curse on a podcast? Is that okay? Sure. We can edit. Uh, it depends on what the curse like is. A, so go ahead. Right. Okay, great. So it was a little bit like a 
few moments for me to like corporate America because I had worked so many years. I mean, at that point it was like 12, 15 years and worked really hard. And it was like, wow, I'm so disposable. Like you're, you, you'll just let me go. And so we had always talked about that beautiful picture that he painted, like who's the best partner for Seth if he launches his own company? It would be me, you know? And so it was kind of like the universe- You can't get fired if you're your own yeah, boss. exactly. So Seth and Julie talked about how they got the push. Which led them to start an amazing business where they are incredibly successful today, especially in today's environment, right? Mickey, not uncommon. We have so many friends who are getting, quote unquote, the push in a tough economic environment. And we can see what one couple did to create an amazing business. Now let's take a listen to this clip of Vito and Amanda, the creators of Blast7D, the world's first fully immersive and fully interactive ride at American Dream on what inspired them to be an entrepreneurial couple. It started a, a bunch of years ago. You know, um, right now I'm 52 and at the age of 47, after a lifetime in advertising and branding, I got laid off. It is a, uh, it's a very traumatic experience, uh, especially when, you know, you really do kind of put your blood, sweat and tears into it all. But at, at the age of 47, I was looking down the barrel of mortgage and, and children and school and all those other things. You know, it's not an easy profession. And in a lot of ways, it's kind of like, you know, the proverbial young man's game. Uh, it took me a couple weeks to kind of pull myself up from the ground and, um, Amanda said to me, she's like, okay, well, what do you want to do for the second half of your life? I said, I didn't know. Give me two weeks. Give me two weeks and we'll have this conversation. I'll let you know what I, what I wanted to do. So we're a family of great faith. There was a lot of prayers. There was a lot of introspection. There was a lot of self-evaluation. Um, I sat her down and I said, I know what I want to do. I want to bring fun to people's lives. If you know Amanda, you know that she kind of speaks to me like this. She's like, well, all right, dummy. Well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> and and it was lovingly. It was lovingly. I always kind of knew that I wanted to be in the amusement sort of business, or I should say I had an idea that that's where I wanted to go. And we, we came across this technology, which was really fantastic. It's an amazing experience and it's an amazing ride. The fact that my background was branding and advertising, Thing. What was interesting was creating something from scratch. People don't go to Starbucks because of the coffee maker that Starbucks uses. People go to Starbucks because it's the Starbucks brand. We agreed on this on this technology. Two weeks later, I said, you know, this is what this is what we want to do. We agreed to it. I went into a room, and about an hour and a half later, I came out and I had the foundational elements to what Blast 7D actually is. Who would think getting fired from your advertising job? would lead you to create a theme park ride. Advertising's a tough business, I can totally relate, being formerly from advertising. But it's not always about losing a job that leads a couple to create a new business. Sometimes it's something completely different, like Lynn and Paul's story, founders of Paul's Custom Pet Food. And this story is about how saving a dog's life launched their business. Let's take a listen. Our company, Paul's Custom Pet Food, we, we LLC'd in 2014. The origination of our company, or why we do what we do, actually originated in 2010 with our previous dog, Hunter. He was a golden retriever. He was three at the time in 2010, and he was diagnosed with a type of cancer on his jaw. 
We wound up taking our dog to Angel Animal Hospital in Boston, and the thing that struck me about going there was the uh, the doors are 14 feet high, and it's to allow giraffes to come through <laughs> into the Angel Animal Hospital. So we brought our little dog in there, and it was it was a serious thing. They gave him six months to live. They, they said six months if we didn't do the surgery and then the chemotherapy and everything to follow up afterwards. And so we drove home from Boston. We were living in New Hampshire at the time. We drove home from Boston in tears because it's the quality of life. You know, like it's a three-year-old dog. What do you do? You know, he doesn't know that he has to go in for therapy and all that stuff. So so we knew another vet in New Hampshire, and she practiced more of an Eastern medicine that was food-based. And we went and saw her, and, and her first question to us was, will you cook for him? And I said, yeah, sure, we'll cook for him. She gave us a recipe. She gave us uh, some Chinese herbs, some Chinese medications. And then she said, it's, it's all about the food. It's these medications, exercise, and then love. And at that point in 2010, I was a smoker and a drinker. And uh, I gave up both and figured, well, if, and both Lynn and I talked about this and said, if I can spend $20 a day to kill myself on cigarettes and alcohol, I can put $20 a day into my dog and see if this works. I, I think he was almost 13 when he passed away in, in a couple of years ago. So it worked. So it worked for us. We wound up moving down to Connecticut. And one day we just said, hey, let's start this little business. You know, as a dog owner for a long time, right? Yes, we love we, we love, love animals. We often actually do pet rescue videos to try and help save animals' lives ourselves. So hearing this story was, you know, it's incredibly inspirational. How somebody could take a potential tragedy and, and turn it into almost a miracle and, and helping other dogs. And it really, truly was, out of the worst came the best. So thank you all for listening to our new podcast, A Couple of Entrepreneurs and these amazing couples who many have taken very difficult, challenging situations that could have been so bad for them and made something really good out of it. Thanks so much. There are more stories on the way, so stay tuned. To hear more amazing couples share their entrepreneurial journey, subscribe to our podcast, A Couple of Entrepreneurs, on your favorite podcast platform or visit brandingshorts.com forward slash podcast. Thanks so much and stay tuned.